This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. We study verse by verse through the Bible and share music filled with God's Word. Let's start today by listening through Acts chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. In Iconium, they entered together into the synagogue of the Jews, and so spoke that a great multitude both of Jews and of Greeks believed. But the disbelieving Jews stirred up and embittered the souls of the Gentiles against the brothers. Therefore they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, who testified to the word of His grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Acts 14, back to verse 1. In Iconium, they entered together into the synagogue of the Jews, and so spoke that a great multitude both of Jews and of Greeks believed. They continue the pattern here of going into the local Jewish synagogue when they first enter a new city or region to share the gospel. It says they spoke in such a way that many Jews and Greeks believed. Is this to say they believed because of Paul and Barnabas' great speaking skills, impressive vocabulary, or like application of creative metaphors and clever illustrations? In what manner did they speak for a great many to come to faith? We can be sure that many Jews and Greeks believed because God's word was proclaimed and God's spirit was at work. We get a glimpse into Paul's heart and approach to ministry in 1 Corinthians 2, 2-5, where he wrote, I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. God is pleased to use us, but the power belongs to God and not to us. The Apostle Paul taught, We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. God can use the skilled orator, but he can also use the bumbling fool. Do we want to see the power of God at work? Then we preach Christ crucified. This is because the message of the cross, though foolishness to those who are perishing, is the power of God for us who are being saved. Verse 2. But the disbelieving Jews stirred up and embittered the souls of the Gentiles against the brothers. We discussed in the previous episode how the Jews incited the leaders in Antioch, Pisidia, to expel Paul and Barnabas from the region. Here we see again in Iconium the unbelieving Jews stirring up the Gentiles against them. Not only did these certain Jews not believe, but they couldn't stand the thought of others coming to faith in Jesus. As mentioned last episode, Jesus was indeed right when he said regarding the Pharisees and those like them, You shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourself do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. The implanted word of God saves the soul, according to James 1.21. When God's word is being shared and is reaching the ears and hearts of people, the devil wants to snatch away the good word that has been sown 
like a vulture swooping down to eat up seeds on a path before they can take root, as described in the parable of the sower that Jesus shared. And Jesus taught in the parable of the weeds, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. In the parable of the sower, the enemy devours the good seed that had just been sown. In the parable of the weeds, Satan comes behind right after the good seed had been sown and sows bad seed. In both cases, the devil responds to the sown word of God by immediately opposing it. So when you're sharing truth with others, don't be surprised when there's pushback. We can expect opposition wherever the seed of God's word is sown. The Apostle Paul exclaims in 2 Corinthians 2, 15-16, We are the aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To one, a fragrance from death to death, to the other a fragrance from life to life. I'll say I don't particularly like the smell of a pumpkin candle because our bathroom spray for so long was pumpkin scented. So every time my wife lights a candle on the dining table with a pumpkin scent when we have guests over, it's way off-putting for me because I connect it with the bathroom. For me, it's kind of an aroma of, like, sewage, so to speak. But for Nicole... When she takes a whiff of the same pumpkin candle aroma, it's delightful. Some who hear the gospel proclaimed hate the truth and so reject and fight against it, while others who hear the same message will love, receive, and spread it. Verse 3. Therefore they stayed there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, who testified to the word of His grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Notice they didn't respond to the opposition by running away in this instance. It was even more incentive for them to not only stand their ground, but launch their own counterattack. They went on the offensive by speaking boldly in the Lord and staying there a long time. The Apostle Paul called the Word of God the sword of the Spirit. Hebrews 4.16 says, For the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Their counter-move to the disbelieving Jews who stirred up and embittered the souls of the Gentiles against the brothers was to preach the word all the more and stay a long time. I remember so many times as a kid being so excited when a snowstorm would roll in. Sometimes it might start as cold rain, and then as the temperature would drop, the rain would turn to snow. I loved making snow angels, sledding, and building snow forts. But you can only do that if there's lots of snow. In anxious anticipation of the coming snow accumulation on the ground, I'd watch intently as the heavy snowfall slammed into the ground. At the onset of the snowstorm, Often the snow wouldn't stick. It hit the ground and melt immediately. The ground wasn't ready yet to welcome the snow. It would devour anything that landed because it was still too warm. But as the snow intensity would increase and the ground would begin to freeze, the bombardment of snow was too much for the earth to eat up. It could no longer keep up. 
eventually snow would start to accumulate and win the day. Once that initial layer of snow appeared on the ground, you knew the snow accumulation was going to start piling up pretty quickly as long as the snowfall continued. Because there's opposition to God's sown word, because the devil desires to devour the good seed of God's word, as well as plant bad seed, sometimes sharing the truth once might not be enough to stick. Paul and Barnabas stayed a long time and spoke the truth boldly in Iconium here in Acts 14. Their perseverance would pay off. The relentless and repetitive sowing of God's word among the people over time would result in many coming to faith. That said, when you're sowing the seed of God's word among people, don't be discouraged when you don't see immediate results. Like that snowstorm, where it takes a while before the snow starts to accumulate, so it can be in gathering fruit from ministry efforts. Paul reminds us that we plant and water, but God is the one who gives the growth. Also, sometimes we might be the ones who sow, and others might be the ones who reap what we sow. Jesus told his disciples in John 4, 37-38, One sows and another reaps. Regardless, we know God's word will not return void. Paul and Barnabas stayed in Iconium a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord. A pastor in Utah once shared with our ministry team a bit of the history of the church he planted in Utah County years ago. He felt called by God to pioneer a church plant there in an area that at the time hardly had a Christian presence at all. Lots of religious people, but very few biblical Christians in the area. If I recall, he said he was there for nearly two decades, consistently ministering God's word week after week, year after year, to only see meager results. Eventually, by the grace of God, the perseverance and patience paid off, and God opened a door for huge growth among their ministry. As God's word was faithfully and consistently proclaimed, seed eventually took root in good soil, and an explosion of growth resulted in Utah County. Today, Christianity in that area has really taken root in comparison to what the area was like 30 years ago. Paul and Barnabas testified to the word of God's grace with signs and wonders. The Apostle Paul's primary mission, according to Acts 20, verse 24, was to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. What's of primary importance, do you think, for us to testify to as believers before the world? The gospel of the grace of God. Now, what often set the stage for the first century apostles to share their message was signs and wonders being performed by their hands. As has been mentioned a few times in our study through the book of Acts, signs and wonders in and of themselves weren't meant to convert people to Christ. They were not meant to exalt the apostles who were performing such acts. These signs and wonders glorified God, blessed many who received them, and very importantly, validated the apostles' teaching, paving the way for the word of God to be shared, providing a platform for which they could share the message. In my distress I cry out, I call upon the Lord. He readies me for battle and trains my hands for war. 
In Him I take my refuge. He is my shield, the horn of my salvation. The cords of death encompass me. Snares of sin confront me, but I draw near to my God. Resist the devil and he flees. The weapon falls against me, will succeed. So put was Armor of God from the Adams Road album It's So Simple. 
eternal life. From the Adams Road album, It's So Simple.
This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. You can learn more about us at AdamsRoadMinistry.com. Again, that's AdamsRoadMinistry.com. We release a new podcast episode every Saturday. Join us next episode as we examine Acts chapter 14, verses 4 through 18. Grace and peace be with you all.